welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. This is episode 41 and it's another one of our culture and creativity episodes. Uh, Today we're going to talk about how where we write affects our creativity and the writing or works that we end up producing. So it should hopefully be interesting. Yeah, I'm quite intrigued to see where works best for each of us. We should probably jump right into it or we're going to run out of time like we always do. (laughs) Yes. So I found quite an interesting quote when I was doing some of the background research for this episode. It went, people generate more ideas for novel and useful solutions to creative problems when they're at home than in any single other environment. Just curious if this was true for you, Sarah, (laughs) and for me, I guess. (laughs) Well, it's an interesting question, and I don't really know about the generating ideas and solutions part of that. I think when it comes to putting ideas into action, I do a lot when I'm at home. But the solutions, they don't necessarily have a time or place. It's mainly for me when I have time to begin with Mm -hmm. to sort of think through things. And usually it's quite active thinking for me as well. It's not like spontaneous ideas that pop into my head. I'll just be sitting there kind of musing along on a train of thought and then I'll be like, hmm, how could I fix that? Or, and I kind of like to put aside time for that too. Thinking time. <laughs> thinking time. <laughs> when I was a child, uh, I grew up, in case some of you don't know, I grew up in a place called Emsdale in Canada. And we had a whole bunch, like a whole forest basically. And as a child, I was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. And Winnie the Pooh had a thinking spot, if any of you are familiar with Winnie the Pooh. So I also had a thinking spot as a four-year-old. It was my thinking tree. <laughs> so cute. And mum would sometimes just find me outside at the foot of this tree. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's my thinking tree. <laughs> I'm thinking. That's amazing, especially when you... <laughs> take into account the type of person you've become (laughs) it's very Ashley (laughs) that's amazing Ashley's thinking tree Ashley's thinking tree Uh, anyways continue so it's our time for thinking and for ideas which is good so when I have time to think is sometimes you know it'll be when I'm I don't know on a lunch break at work or it might be the other day for example I was in the car with Dan he was driving We were, you know, doing a few chores and I had this idea like, well, I was going to say pop into my head, but again, I was thinking actively about it. (laughs) And this idea came to me about my teen psych thriller. And I'm not really sure whether I'm going to act on that idea yet, but I was like, oh, this could be interesting. So I think that goes to show when it comes to useful solutions and generating ideas that is not confined to home. But putting them into action, mainly yes, which we'll get to later. (laughs) How about you, Ashley? I'm fairly similar. So you don't have a thinking spot at your home currently? (laughs) 
I don't have a thinking spot at my home. No, I do not, unfortunately. I feel like I need somewhere with a little bit more of a garden. Yeah, I understand. I own, I, it could be under our orange tree. That's like the only tree we have on our property. So it'd be a bit weird. <laughs> uh, so I, a lot of my ideas come in two places. One is when I'm trying to sleep which is the most irritating. So I'm one of those people that thinks a lot when you're trying to sleep, which is frustrating because that means you don't sleep very much. And the other place is in the lab when I'm working, which is a bit random. I think that in the lab working one is because I'm doing a lot of, not menial tasks, but tasks that I've done like hundreds of times. So my hands can just do it. And then my mind wanders around and ends up thinking of things, coming up with ideas and stuff like that. So those are probably the two places where most of my ideas come from, which I guess is why I have the journal next to my bed, <laughs> because I'm all, that's usually where any idea for anything comes into my mind. Or in the lab, so I also have a book there as well to write stuff down, because often I can't just leave the lab and go yeah. write it down somewhere else. Yeah. But definitely the writing part as well, most of it is definitely happens at home, like you. Yeah. Which kind of leads into the next point I thought we'd talk about as to whether we are creatures of habit when it comes to our writing, in particular, when we write and where we write. Well, again, I'm going to say sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about habits in general, I'm not very good at making habits for myself, but it certainly makes things easier when I do get into a habit, but mainly It's kind of a strange question. Like, I feel like there's two sides to it. Is that one, if I get into a habit of doing something, then I can do it more consistently, obviously. But then sometimes changing it up also helps if I'm struggling, if that makes sense. I think it makes sense. But generally speaking, like I used to be really good for writing at setting aside time every evening. And I was much more productive when I was doing that. But when habits fall by the wayside, sometimes... I feel like I have to regroup and find new things to spice things up as I was kind of alluding to before and inspire me to get back into the groove again. And so at the moment, the when doesn't matter to me so much. I just write whenever I have time, whether that be in the middle of the day off or um, in the evening after work. But I would say I do prefer to write on my days off as I'm less tired then, then I can get more done. The where is pretty much always in my study, but sort of attempting to change things up a bit. And even before we had the idea for this episode, I was already kind of trying to do a bit of writing outside and like just, yeah, experimenting a bit, which has had some success. So yeah. How about you? I try (laughs) and make a habit but it doesn't always work I generally write at night after well I always write at night after work (laughs) except on weekends but on weekdays I always write after work usually at around 9 p.m I would say not set in stone it's just whatever time it is after (laughs) I've come home from work walked Riley or gone swimming or gone to Rangers or whatever it is and then made dinner and then once that's like all cleaned up then whatever time it is I'll usually attempt to write or do something writing related. Mm -hmm. The where it kind of depends on my mood. I try and write. If I'm forcing myself to write, I'll write in the, in my writing room because there's 
uh, way less distractions. Otherwise, I if it's cold, I like to write in bed. <laughs> my blanket, and <laughs> nice. my like wheat bag. It's also nice and quiet there, and Riley can snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Or I write sometimes at, especially if I'm editing and things, I often do it at our dining room table so then I can hang out with James because I feel editing doesn't require as much invested thought. Yeah, I know what you mean. Especially because our books are quite far along in the editing process. It's usually kind of just more like a feeling about sentences that you don't like or, you know, this passage feels off. I'll rewrite this. Like change this word to this word. Yeah, pretty much. So nothing too intense, I guess. On the weekends, I usually write on Sundays because Saturdays is like chores and shopping and all of that stuff and having a little bit of a break. Oh, yeah. And preparing the podcast usually. Yeah. But but Sunday afternoons is usually when I try and get a bulk, a whole massive chunk of writing done. It's like loose habit, but not set in stone if that makes any sense yeah that's kind of like mine so how does your writing go when you try and I guess like we're talking about just before change up your writing locations and things get a bit adventurous (laughs) I have had a fair amount of excess in writing outdoors mainly I tried the living room sort of earlier in the week and I didn't have very much success there I think obviously there's more distractions there. Yeah. But, you know, when it wasn't going well, it was kind of easier to start thinking about other stuff and Mm -hmm. not really paying attention to what I'm doing. And yeah. Whereas when I go outside, I think it's about my mindset more than anything. Right. You know, I'm going outside just to do that, you know, and I've dedicated that and also dance not outside. He's not an outside person, so usually I'm by myself if I go out there. Right, that's funny. Yeah, I think it, it works quite well for me. Is your writing better or worse when you write off-site? It depends. I think it's a bit mixed, but then I'm like more willing to let things go a bit, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. I'm like more tolerant of making errors or having stuff not perfect because I know when I sit down later in the study then I can just sort of go over it again and fix it because editing the study I do well I feel like the the study is a good place for editing just not so much for writing right necessarily at the moment anyways things always change you go it's like a mm. roller coaster you're like where is writing rooms great for writing this week oh now it's terrible yeah exactly how about you I sometimes change it up a bit so I visit my parents a lot in Tauranga and I usually write when I'm down there uh, which can be a little bit difficult because there's no space that mine if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. so like I don't have an office there the bedroom's like not really set up for writing so I usually do it downstairs yeah and then people you know bother you (laughs) (laughs) which is fine but I often I can get quite a bit done there and the other place I sometimes write is actually write at work after hours occasionally oh yeah yeah so if I have something on in the city somewhere which is near work at like 7 30 I generally won't go home first I'll just stay and I'll have brought my laptop and then at like 5 30 when everyone's gone home I'll just write at my desk or whatever which actually works really well yeah I can imagine there's zero there's zero um, 
distraction. So I'm not allowed to do lab work by myself. So there's like, that's off the table. So it ends up being quite good. And I actually used to do that. Which book was it? For Darkness Set Us Free. I think most of that book is written in the in the lab um, <laughs> at work because yeah. I was going to, I had aquarobics twice a week from 7 30 so every like twice a week I would bring my laptop and spend like an hour and a half solid writing by myself at work so a lot of it is written there I feel like we had quite good writing habits when we wrote that book it's kind of fallen apart a little bit what it's the ancient the pre the pre-covid pre-covid writing habits is what I'm going to call it which is weird because my pool my pool got um had a catastrophic fault during our first lockdown last year so the pool's been shut for over over a year and a half now so I haven't been able to go to the aquarobics mm. so therefore I haven't been able to write as much at work anymore <laughs> very sad you have to pick up like another hobby at the same time <laughs> well my I've been going to a new aquarobics but it's right by my house so it doesn't work anymore uh, me just staying at work so now I come home make dinner to go in the pressure cooker and then go to aqua and then come back maybe another hobby is the answer I need a hobby that's in the city (laughs) so I can force myself to write more the one thing though that for me whenever I'm not writing at home I think the quality of my writing is generally impacted quite a lot and does require a lot more editing which is a bit odd but I think it's similar to you where I'm kind of more willing to let it slide yeah, I feel like you're out of your usual when you're like, yeah, it's okay though. It's fine. It's it, all right. It will do. It will do. Yeah, <laughs> it's better than nothing. Exactly. So similar to you in that respect. I know some people, or at least I don't know what things are like now with COVID, but pre-COVID cafes are often a really popular spot to attempt to write. And you see it glamorized in movies all the time. Where there's like <laughs> yes. screen, the script writers at the cafe writing their script in, like, in the corner with their 10 cups of coffee. I'm going to write it all today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you write at cafes? Have, slash, have you ever written at cafes? Is it something that works for you? I have not tried. I do want to try one day. I feel like everyone's like, what? She hasn't tried. Surely everyone's tried, but no, (laughs) (laughs) not me. And there's several reasons to this. As one, I feel like I would be quite self-conscious writing (laughs) in cafes. And I don't know why, because I don't have an issue with writing sales on public transport or there's been a situation once where I was sitting in the Hyundai waiting room for the car to have its service. And (laughs) I wrote like a page or two there um, and had no problem with that. However, writing at a cafe, it's like, hmm, maybe not. I feel like everyone would be watching me weirdly thinking she doesn't look like your typical business type of person. (laughs) She's not here on business. She's just doing something weird. She thinks she's a writer. (laughs) No, I don't know. I am a writer, but you know, these are the thoughts that go through your head. But also is that I don't often treat myself to coffees and I feel like there's this pressure to drink or eat something when you're sitting at a cafe. And if you run out, it's like, how long is acceptable before you have to buy another one? (laughs) And yeah, that is a concern to me. Also, I'm not even drinking caffeine at the moment. I know they have more than caffeine in coffee shops, but there's not really anything that I want. 
<laughs> I guess I could get decaf, but I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thought about this way, way too much, Sarah. I know, I know. <laughs> I feel like you've built it up in your mind. <laughs> I really have because I'm like, should I go to a cafe? And then I'm like, oh no, that comes with like a whole lot of issues. And bringing up another issue is that I don't currently have a laptop case for my laptop. You're, you kind of don't want to just swing it around and be like, <laughs> throw it out on the table, be like, okay, I'm going to write. And then you're like, yeah, I'm worried about this getting damaged. I'm worried enough just taking it outside sometimes. <laughs> you've like overthought this is, it. This is, yeah. You've overthought it. This is, this has made me laugh. This is amazing. <laughs> What goes on in Sarah's brain when she considers writing at a cafe? <laughs> to be fair, one of the points that you said, like about people judging you, that's one <laughs> of the things that actually makes me write well when I write at cafes because I feel like I've brought my laptop there. People are watching me. I feel like I have to at least look like I'm writing, you know? <laughs> so that helps because I end up being like, oh, I have to write. <laughs> I just end up doing something different or like literally pretending to write because I feel like I'd get like brain freeze and not be able to brain freeze. That's not the right term. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'd freeze like, up and yeah. <laughs> not be able to write. Maybe if I was having an iced coffee at the same time as trying to write, I'd have brain freeze and not be able to write. But um, this is going a very oh strange direction. This Yeah. This talk. Right, I'll bring it back on track. So I don't generally write at cafes. And the only times that I have written at cafes, they've not been, I haven't gone to the cafe with the intention of writing. That makes any sense. It's usually like I'm at work or no work's over or I'm meeting someone for lunch later and I've arrived an hour early and I have my laptop. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go to a cafe and I'll write for an hour or do whatever before I meet these, this person or go do whatever I'm supposed to do. So that's usually how the writing at cafes happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I just said before, I feel like people are watching me and judging me. So I have to write. So it ends up helping in that respect. But again, like when I write at work and when I write at my parents' place, the quality is not as good, but words get written. So that's something. I feel like you have to shop around for like your ideal cafe spot though as well, which is another issue because as I said, you know, I don't often treat myself to coffees. Mm. So then it's like, if you haven't sort of gone around to cafes and you don't really know which one you're going to sort of vibe with, it's a very like personal thing. I think like mm -hmm. finding your cafe <laughs> I actually had a cafe that I really enjoyed going to when I was living in the UK for a short time because they made amazing flat whites. And after a while, they got to know my usual, which is another self-conscious thing I have is like having a usual. I don't like having <laughs> usuals. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, they know me too well now. I've got to leave. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And I have that issue with the grocery store with the like butchery they know ah. my usual now and it's like awkward but anyways <laughs> it's funny I feel like I could get used to like a cafe having a usual it's a bit different from like the butchers having a usual at the butchers yeah, it's that's just strange it, that is strange to be fair my supermarket thankfully they the lady now recognizes me so they don't have to id me anymore that's good. so it's good because I hate when you're the person who has to hold everyone up because you have to be ID'd but now they know me 
they don't know me by name, but they know me. So they're like, oh, no, no, she's okay. <laughs> she gets wine here all the time. <laughs> I know. She always gets wine here. I know her. Um, I actually, so with like respects to choosing cafes, because I work at the university, it's actually quite, it's a fairly good atmosphere at the cafes at university because everyone's usually doing work or has mm. their laptop out or is, you know, working on assignments and stuff. My favorite cafe in Auckland is still the one that was like down the road from the place where we used to live for the uh, audience. The... We lived together for a short period of time. The one that's also a rest- the um, French one. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Les Pyrenees. Yeah, I know the one by Rocket Park. Yes. So if yes. anyone's in Auckland, Les Pyrenees is a brilliant cafe. It is a, a good cafe. Beautiful little French cafe. Quite enjoy it. Amazing food, amazing coffee. <gasps> Their food is amazing. Yes. Really tasty. Anyways, continue on. I don't have the coffee issue and deciding what to drink because I don't drink coffee. So I don't, I get tea and it usually comes in a pot. So that makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> Yes, that's true. It takes you longer to get through a pot of tea. It does. I never and thought of like, that. <laughs> yeah, so I usually just get a pot of tea and then it takes forever and they can't complain because I literally have to drink a whole pot of tea now. <laughs> that's good. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we can continue on. So you briefly mentioned that you've had some success writing outside. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more? I've had some success. I do have issues with writing outside as well, but I'm more too, willing but... to to work with those issues because I don't feel as self-conscious. So yeah, writing outside, I find the words flow a lot easier. And as I kind of said, I think it's because when I go to write outside, it's literally with the goal of writing and nothing else. Whereas when I'm writing in a study, there's a lot of other things I do in here, like our podcasts. I do like editing of the podcast, editing of writing, sometimes work stuff. So there's a lot of other things that I do in the study, which sometimes has the effect of making me bored and not really wanting to sit down and just kind of resistant to the whole idea of writing in there, <laughs> especially at the moment. So because it was summer, I tried writing outdoors because I wanted to get a, a little bit of sun, as short as our summers are in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> and in the days when I'm like sitting in the sun, then I take a notebook because I don't want the computer to overheat. And there's also a lot of glare. So I just kind of gave up on the whole idea of computer and sun writing. That just does not work. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, even though like, you know, I get scribbles on the page, I'm kind of, if the sentence isn't perfect, rather than scribble it out, I'll just let it slide. And then when I transfer it onto the computer later, then I often come up with ways to make it better. So in some ways it ends up being a better chapter because it's kind of been edited as I've transferred it. (laughs) Right. I see. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I guess the issues is sometimes like bugs, heat. (laughs) Bugs. (laughs) Bugs, heat, (laughs) glare. That's the main problem. The other day when I rode outside, I didn't even bother like putting the cushions out on the table or anything, like on on the benches by the table. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I just sat on the step on the deck and wrote. And despite being really uncomfortable, because my it was rather hard to sit on, let's be fair, I sat out there for like a good hour and oh. wrote like a thousand words. So I was very oh, happy good. with myself. Productive. That's very productive. I purposefully waited though until it was like 
4 p.m in the afternoon mm. and the sun had like it was still warm but the sun had gone from yep. the backyard yeah how about you writing outside is pretty hit and miss for me I used to write outside a lot Blackhead beach days. Yeah, blackhead beach days. I used to write outside a lot then. But in New Zealand, you also have the hurdle of the sun super burning. So it's like an ordeal to write outside because you have to pre-sunblock because it's like less than 15 minutes burn time. So I had I had to do that everywhere these days anyways. <laughs> I had to do that when I was writing outside in the sun. I was like, mm. it's like a whole ordeal of, okay, I've got to get the cushions out onto like our outdoor set up and then you know I've got to put on the sunblock set up the laptop and yep. then it's just it's it's a lot it is a lot and it's like half an hour of prep <laughs> it is it literally is and my other issue this sounds really dumb but here because the sun's so strong like if I write on my laptop especially if I'm like sitting in like a recliner chair or something with the laptop on my lap I get laptop tan on my legs <laughs> It happened to me three times last year. So it's funny. So it's, how can you tell if someone's a writer? They've got laptop, laptop tan. And one of them, it like, because I had been sitting crooked, so I had the laptop like crooked. So I had this like crooked like <laughs> rectangle across my legs. It's really bad. It's funny. So it's amusing. And yeah, the laptop overheating is always an issue, especially because the sun like heats the whole thing up, especially here. Yeah. So that's a very annoying thing. So I occasionally ride outside. It really depends for me, though. Depends how hot of a day it is. Let's go with that and the time. Because mm-hmm. um, if it's like after five o'clock I, and it's summer here, I can get away without having to put the sunblock on. <laughs> which helps immensely because <laughs> you have the gross sticky sunblock all over your laptop. Mm. I'm um, going to have to bit, eh. maybe figure out the um, the cafe angle when winter comes because obviously yeah. writing outside in the snow is not an option. <laughs> like <Yeah>. full stop. <laughs> I have, I mentioned a couple podcasts ago that I tried to write by hand again and I can't, it's just, I just can't write by hand. I'm too, my mind's too scattered when I write and I tend to jump around, delete a lot of stuff, move stuff around. So writing by hand ends up being quite stressful for me. So one of those things where you have like, you know, you've got like asterisks, you like put an asterisk and you like insert a paragraph and then inside that paragraph, you have like two more asterisks where you've added like another paragraph afterwards. It's like a paragraph within a paragraph that you need to add and then you cross one of them out and it's a bit chaotic for me so I do occasionally plan out chapters by hand especially ones that I'm if I'm struggling with a chapter I tend to actually physically plan it out more than our chapter plans and I usually do that by hand so I'll take the chapter points and often like if I've because sometimes our chapter plans are quite generic. So <laughs> yeah. it needs a bit. Quite bare. Yeah. So it needs a little bit more. So if I've got an idea, I'll then like put that into the plan, kind of flesh it out. And sometimes if I've got ideas, sometimes I have ideas for the start of dialogue and things, but I just can't figure out how to put them in. So I'll like put those into the chapter plan, which helps a bit, like what well, actually helps quite a bit. So mm-hmm. that's what I do. That's a cool idea. That's the extent of by hand. It works quite well, especially when you don't know what you or where the chapter's going. <laughs> yeah. So the last point that I had thought about was, do you write when you're traveling or on holiday? Well, <laughs> that depends on what sort of holiday I'm taking. <laughs> Surprisingly, 
on more intrepid holidays I write which sounds really strange because you'd expect it to be like you know relaxing holiday you know you've got lots of time on your hands but no because well we don't really take relaxing holidays for one (laughs) that's the same with James and I they intend to be relaxing or have relaxing elements but it never works out that way Yeah, we like to do stuff. But if we're going to visit family, I won't write like at all because my family is very full on as much as I love them. They're amazing, but they're very full on. And like even in the evenings, we don't really have any time because we'll be like drinking and playing board games or God knows what else. Yeah. And we all talk way too much. Let's be real here. So there's just no time. And then obviously you've you've been drinking and staying up till like, you know, midnight or something. You're like sleeping in the next morning. So there isn't even any quiet time in the morning to sort of settle down into it. (laughs) Generally, when I visit my family, I don't write at all. But as I said, on these intrepid journeys, because often we're going from like city to city or from place to place using a lot of public transport, like trains and So that's a lot of downtime in between. And that's when I'll sit down and write. When Dan and I went on our honeymoon in China, we had a really good time, but we, yeah, we traveled around a lot of cities. So China's massive. So you're going to have a lot of travel. Yeah, we had like some overnight trains and stuff. And so there's not much to do at all. And I was editing The Price of Pandemonium at the time on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) on the train because I didn't bring any I didn't bring my laptop or um, even my iPad with me because we were trying to be light with our luggage right yeah but yes so most of Price of Pandemonium was edited on that trip and I remember I did actually even write a chunk of one of Lizzie's chapters when we were on a cruise of the Yangtze River I was sick at the time because my body like was like, hey, you've got three days of cruising. Now I can be sick. So I was like sitting in our room, like writing. No. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say about writing on planes. I have, and it kind of works sometimes, but I do find, especially like going to places, I'm usually too excited. <laughs> so I can't focus. Fair enough. Um, and then when I calm down, then I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, or, time. yeah, I just want to watch movies or whatever. So planes kind of work, not quite as well. How about you? Well, the traveling part, I can't write on planes or ferries or trains. It's weird. I feel quite, I feel quite unwell on airplanes, generally speaking. So I spend most of the time trying not to be ill. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and writing doesn't help with that. So I can't even read on planes. I used to be able to read and write on airplanes, but not anymore. I don't know why. It's like I get jet lag while on the plane. It's really bizarre. <laughs> Your body's like preparing for the- <laughs> Yeah. And I get like, it's, it's really unpleasant. Anyway, so I can't write on planes. I can't write on ferries either um, or trains. They make me, it just. I can't write in cars. I get cars if I read and write in cars. Yeah. It's not, it's like I don't usually get motion sick on the train, but it's suddenly like the act of thinking about writing or reading. I'm like, "Mm, this isn't going to end well for me. So that's a bit unfortunate. Generally, I end up, I'm now an audiobook person or Mm -hmm. podcast person on planes and stuff and ferries. That's a good idea. Since I've started listening to podcasts, I haven't really been anywhere. But Mm. next time, 
Makes it sense. works. It works real well. You get through a lot of episodes. I think I got through a hundred episodes of my World War II podcast when I was in Greece <laughs> on wow. all the trains and stuff <laughs> and ferries. So on holiday, I'm generally an early, I'm a morning person, even when we're like overseas um, or if we've just gone away for the weekend with friends or at my parents' place, visiting family. Um, I'm always up hours before everyone else. So I generally get a little bit of time then in the mornings to do a bit of writing, which can work quite well for me. Mm -hmm. Not so much evenings or sometimes when James, is, if it's just James and I in the evenings, um, sometimes there's time for me to write. But if I'm with my family like you, yeah. it's quite intense and there's no time. <laughs> so I take my time in the mornings um, when, you know, I've got a couple hours of quiet. Yeah. I was thinking this episode's turned into a bit of a Dr. Seuss. Can you write on a train? Can you write <laughs> Can on a plane? <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's quite amusing to think Can about. Right here? Can you write there? <laughs> I can write anywhere. I wish I could write anywhere. Maybe some of you guys can write anywhere. I used to be able to write anywhere, I think, when I was a teenager. Yeah. I could write in class during the lesson. I could write a chapter. Yeah, I, I used to be able to do that too. And people used to think we were super focused and then we'd be like, no. <laughs> Just written a whole chapter. We've ignored the entire lecture We've written a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we should probably wrap this up now that we've gone on a weird tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are still some spots left on our author spotlight section. If anyone's interested in applying, um, you can just head over to our website, which is lindersoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab, and then you'll be able to access our application form from there. And so next time on Dear Writer, it's our author spotlight interview series. And yeah, it's really exciting just having new authors and well, not always, like you don't have to be a new author to be on new the to author us. spotlight. New we to will us. be meeting you for the first time. So <laughs> new to us. It's just very exciting listening to other people's experiences and things so please do apply yep uh, if you'd like to know more about us and any of our writing projects you can visit us at the website i just mentioned lindersoncreations.com or you can get in contact with us on facebook or instagram which is also under linderson creations if you enjoy the show please rate and review us on apple podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and we'll be back next week so happy writing everyone mm -hmm.